In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast, where we focus on real men doing real life in real time while living in the stress bubble of life. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed, saying, The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood the man card belongs to those protecting integrity fighting apathy pursuing god passionately leading courageously and finishing strong a man is as a man does enjoy today's episode men in the arena we salute you we honor you guys for getting it done in the stress bubble of life guys we're in this arena together men Get in the dirt and grime and sweat and blood of the arena, but males hide up in the bleachers, anonymous, unknown, hiding under their wife's skirt or hiding under the title of some other guy. But guys, you've jumped into the fray of manhood, so thank you. Thanks again, guys, for listening to the this episode of Equipping Men in 10 with the Man Card Podcast. I am super pumped. We're going to be calling you guys in, calling you out, and calling you up, just like we do to ourselves. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with my producer and my brother from another mother, Dale Culver. How gosh, are you doing, buddy? Gosh, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jimmy? <laughs> really? Are you just rolling on that Sean Connery thing? Gosh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You actually sound like him, which is Thank really you. scary. Thank you very much. You, you could be like James Bond. Yeah. You could be. <laughs> I am Dale Bond. Dale Bond. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Do you have a man law for us today, buddy? Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Uh, a, a dog is a man's best friend. Cats are not to be trusted. Oh, dude. I love this. You don't You don't let me know what these are before, so I have to react to these. And I, yeah. I've said this before, that that a cat, if you love a cat and you, you treat a cat right and you feed a cat and you cherish a cat, it will sit back and think it's God. But if you do the same exact thing to a dog, it thinks you're God. I wish I was the man that my dog always thought I was. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's good. I yeah. wish I could be the man that my dog thought I was because yeah. I love dogs. And so, uh, I, you know, and here's the weird thing I've noticed. The older you get, the smaller your dogs get. I, I have a bunch of buddies that are older guys, and they drive around with these little teeny lap dogs. Oh. And, and here's my thing, bro. If it's the size of a cat... It's a cat. It's a cat. <laughs> so if you have a little teeny lap dog, just say, hey, kitty, 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 kitty. It's not a dog. 
Yeah, I, I thought you were going somewhere even, like that. Like and here's you're the get thing, a little bro. Poodle it doesn't something. act like a dog. A little teeny dog. The only dog I would say is okay is a Jack Russell Terrier, because they're like okay with being a dog, a, a little dog. They're but everything else, man, they act like cats. <laughs> it's just the craziest thing in the world. I don't, I don't get it, man. Anyway, I, I, maybe I'm just ranting, but um, yeah. don't even say anything about the NFL right now to me. Okay, don't even. Let's do this thing. Say anything about the NFL. Let's get in the meat of the podcast. How Hold on, that? I'm gonna take a knee. I'm gonna stick my foot up your freaking mouth. Take a knee, freaking commie. Serious. I'm serious. I'm so dishonored. Don't even get me going. I'm so fired up. It's not a political thing. It's a patriotic thing. Hoorah. And we have too many socialists living in a country that does not believe in that stuff. So anyway, whatever. Hey guys, uh, I, I, I want to talk about something today before I just go off on the NFL. Um, I've got an email out to a guy. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from the, who's a player over there. Just kind of calling him out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're in our series uh, from Job 29, uh, the Job 29 man, the nine traits of manhood in Job 29. And the one I want to talk to you today, I am passionate about. Uh, it's a difficult topic, and it's a man sinks deep roots into his community, deep roots. Uh, George Herbert once wrote, storms make oaks. Storms make oaks take deeper roots. And we just live, let me just read the Bible verse here, uh, that, that uh, quoting Job. Job said, Then I thought I shall die in my nest. I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root is spread out to the waters, and the dew lies all night on my branch. My glory is ever new with me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. In other words, I'm going to die here where I live, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how tough life becomes, no matter how easy it is to leave, I'm going to sink my roots deep. And because I'm doing that, I'm going to tap into water. I'm going to be an oak in the land. I'm not going to be some weak sauce other tree that has no root base. And so um, we have a problem with this in our society, Dale. We have men who are highly transient. And we live in a world that says, hey, it's okay to pack up and leave if your integrity is hurt or if things go wrong, or if people get mad at you. And I, I just know on a personal level, when we, when we left our last job and started the Great Hunt for God, my wife said, I will follow you wherever you go, you know, into financial debt, <laughs> into despair, des- desperation. I will follow you anywhere, but, but we are not leaving McMinnville because this is our home. And at our last church, at our last community, my wife and I would live there for 14 years, and then we were called to Oregon, and we left. And it was hard to leave after 14 years. We left nine living grandparents. We left a community that Shanna went to elementary school, middle school, and high school. I went to elementary school, middle school, and high school. And I was born in that in the hosp- local hospital. And it was very, very difficult to leave because we had sunk root deep roots. And when you pull those roots up, it hurts. Right. We moved to McMinnville, Oregon. In 2003, we've been there ever since. And there have been a lot of times where I've thought, man, it'd be easy to pack up and leave and go someplace better, go place someplace uh, financially, um, uh, a financial uh, benefit to us. But we have said, no, we're staying here. This is our home. These are our roots. And we are committed. What are your thoughts about that? Well, that's a tough one because, you know, I, I would say the same thing. And uh, through the Great Hunt for God small group, yeah, uh, team meetings. I was sharing that with my guys, and uh, I also was at the same place you were, and it was uh, time to depart from there. 
And when I departed from there, my job opportunity was out of town, six hours. Mm-hmm. So we moved for nine months mm-hmm. and did that. And, but we ended up coming back. But I did have one of the guys in my group that was very frustrated that I would teach this, and then I moved. And then and I was like, I agree with you. We need to sink in deep roots. Here's the situation. Um, yeah. and, and it was now we're back, and it was refreshing, and it was something that we needed to do. But, yeah, it's don't just up and run every time something gets tough. Well, and for those listening that come from a Christian worldview, uh, if I hear one more time a guy who says God called me out when it's just a lame excuse, he's blaming God for his own personal cop-out or an integrity issue or his lack of ability to maintain a job situation, I think a lot of times we blame God for our problems, problems that we create. And we live in a world today, I mentioned this on our podcast with uh, Mike Stepper, I think. No, no, no. With Sean Stevenson, that we live in a highly mobile world as far as technology. A guy can work almost anywhere from right. his computer. Depend on your, you know, if you're a if you're a technology guy, if you're if you have the if you work through a computer, which many do nowadays, you don't have to pack up and move all the time. And so I'm just very, very frustrated with. And you know who the biggest culprits are? Pastors. No. Pastors. Three They're the worst. Gone. Yeah, and so we wonder why we have problem with manhood in churches. It's because we have pastors who are transient. Pastors who are three, they're three and they're done. Every three they move around. And I don't know how we can say with integrity, I'm following you know, God's word <laughs> when I'm packing up and moving and we don't sink deep roots in this community. And so I just don't get it. You've I just don't, begun. If somebody can help me understand, I want to understand this. So if you're a transient male, be a man. Sink deep roots, commit. I just prayed with a gal just the other day, a 25-year-old gal who came in and was distraught. And it's like we just they just moved over here, and they're moving back again. And she's and she's like, I'm just following him. I'm like, well, you need to sink some deep roots. This is this is you're gonna have a trend going on, and this is negative. Mm-hmm. You need to help your man to step up. So anyway, uh, there's my rant, guys. Kind of passionate. Hey, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Helping us transform the lives of men and those they love is as easy as one, two, three. One, listen to the podcast. Two, share it with your friends. Three, write a positive review on Stitcher or iTunes. We would love to have you do that. We actually will do a drawing and give swag to those who do. Hey, guys, give us your input on any topics you'd like to hear about or any men you'd like us to interview. We want you to become the best version of you. So if you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by downloading our new app, The Great Hunt for God. And under the Contact Us icon, you can get a hold of us. We're really fast to respond. And we will not give you some generic info at answer that we've a computer generated. It'll be the real deal. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. And remember, guys, get in the arena. Get dirty. Be willing to grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of a man, then purchase your own copy of the Field Guide, our bathroom book for men. Jim wrote this book for men who don't read books. It's a daily study of manly words explained with great stories. You will find enough entries to read one a day for an entire year. That's right, 365 daily readings on what a man is and does. Get your copy for you and your friends on our website at thegreathuntforgod.com. You will also find our five-book man card series. Grab several copies. 
recruit some friends and champion the cause for men today. We are a donor-supported, nonprofit organization with the mission to transform the lives of men and those they love. If today's podcast has inspired you, consider being a financial champion by going to The Great Hunt for God and click the Give link in the menu drop-down. Also, download The Great Hunt for God app today. It is available in all the app stores for all devices. It has videos, podcasts, our store, and many other links to the world of The Great Hunt for God. Thank you for listening, and good hunting. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.